With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is June 19th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Sticking with my same format, leading off with the coronavirus rant slash racism slash police brutality. Um, At the time of this recording, let's see here. 2.2 million cases confirmed, 120,000 deaths, 693,000 recovered, no new symptoms, thank goodness, Um, just from watching the news and reading on the internet, they're saying that one that if uh you know if they try to put us back on lockdown there's gonna be resistance well duh um i felt like you know it it should have never been a lockdown in the first place but if, if you were going to do it it wasn't something that you could just okay we're off lockdown no you were gonna have to stay on lockdown for the long haul but now that you're off, it's going to, you know, come on. And I don't think people are going to take the vaccine. I think it's going to have to be something that you're going to have to go, you know, 50,000 feet in the air and just spray all over the world. Because <laughs> I'm not going to take it, man. I don't know what's in it. I don't know what the side effects are going to be. Every human being is different. And I just don't want to take that chance. You know, that I have an arm growing out my back or something. I'd rather take my chances with the virus. I really would. Um, You know, like I said on previous episodes, heat and humidity was supposed to be the equalizer for this virus but obviously not um and i'm also reading here coronavirus spike across the country with florida showing signs of the next epicenter wow somebody really doesn't like florida bro it's crazy um I really don't see new any new information other than you know it's 
they're saying that it's spreading rapidly throughout the country. I mean, we'll see. Um, so, moving on to the second leg of this first segment, racism. Um, you know, racism is, I, you know, the essence of racism is just, I don't like you because you're a different color than me. And anything that makes us equal, I don't want you to have. Because you're a different color than me. You know, I don't get it. And it's, um, you know, I don't get it. Um, why people, white people, you know, act that way. And, um, you know, I just don't see how, I just don't see how you can unprogram that behavior in certain white people, especially in the Southeast, where racism is, is most, you know, is most evident. I mean, there's racists all over the world, but I mean, the southeastern United States is like the the mecca to me of racism in the world, <laughs> and um, you know, I just it's not gonna go away ever, in my opinion. It's always gonna be here. I just don't think you can unprogram a behavior that's been taught for centuries. Um so um all you can do is hope and pray that one day we can get to a point in this world in this society that you know racially there can be some kind of balance. I don't think you can ever say 100% either way. You know, 100% everybody's racist, 100% everybody's not racist. Just a balance to where the people who don't like people of color will just go somewhere and hide. And the people who do, you know, will let things be balanced and equal. So, um, you know, there's really nothing to see here as far as racism. I mean, this thing, this thing has been prevalent my whole life and it'll probably be you know prevalent the rest of your the rest of your life (laughs) and throughout the history of time so you know i don't see anything changing so let's move on police brutality um as these uh politicians argue in washington dc more people die And, um, you know, 
I personally don't get it. You know, I don't, like I've said in previous episodes, I don't think defunding the police department is the answer. But I think there needs to be severe penalties for police officers when they violate the law because the law applies to them also. It should. Um, just because you're a cop does not mean you're excluded from following the law. And I've seen cops run red lights, turn on their uh, sirens for a second, run the light, and then turn them off. Okay, I've seen cops that were in traffic uh, traffic jams or whatever go on to the grass of the road just to get out of that traffic then when a regular citizen did that they pulled them over and gave them a ticket and you know it's just things like that that you know the law doesn't it, it doesn't apply to certain people cops they're above the law and that's what we need to get out of this particular occupation that the law does apply to you. If you do something wrong, you face the same penalties as any other person living in this country. And um, you know, police brutality is just like racism. It's just ingrained in this society i mean you just watch movies and cops beating up uh actors in movies i mean it's just a part of american culture everybody knows it like when they make movies about it okay uh, a person commits a crime and they go in for questioning and the cops beat them up or the person doesn't commit a crime and the cops bring them in and the cops beat them up. You know, it's a problem when they make when it's in movies, when it's, you know, it's just ingrained in in in, in society. That cops get a free pass to beat people up. You know, I don't I don't. I don't feel like cops should be at a point where they just have to accept punishment from people. I mean, if their lives are in danger, they have a right to defend themselves, but just make sure it's justified. If a guy's standing there with his hands up, you can't run and jump on him and, you know, drive him to the ground and start pounding on his head. And that's what most cops do. They're overly aggressive. Like, I'm just saying, I've seen routine traffic traffic stops. Alright. Just just okay, a guy made a wrong turn on a light. Or somebody just turned right on red without stopping 
and the cop will pull him over and the cop immediately has his hand on his gun. I've seen that. It's, it's crazy. Then I, I've seen other situations like being in a downtown metropolitan area, white guy beating the hell out of his wife and the cop that is just standing there watching. So there, there is there is systemic racism and, you know, policing in this country. So, you know, if we can ever get to a point where we can, I don't think I don't think you can wipe out police brutality altogether. Like I said, it's so ingrained in the culture of this country. I don't think you can wipe it out. But if you can if you can just put severe penalties in place for those officers that feel those officers that feel like they're above the law i think you can you can um contain it a little bit so that's gonna do it for the first segment let's move on to the next segment uh happy juneteenth question mark um juneteenth Juneteenth is an unofficial American holiday and an official Texas state holiday celebrated annually on the 19th of June in the United States to commemorate Union Army General Gordon Granger's reading of federal orders in the city of Galveston, Texas on June 19th, 1865, proclaiming all slaves in Texas were now free. Emancipation of the lasting enslaved African Americans in the Confederacy. Exploration and celebration of African American history and heritage. Also called Freedom Day or Emancipation Day. Residents of the United States, especially African Americans, observe this day. Um... I mean, we should have never been enslaved in the first place. So it's kind of hard for me to celebrate this day. Um, are we are we really free, or are we just free in our minds? Um, you know, I really don't know how to feel about it. Because, I mean, I don't think we should have been here in the first place. We were brought here against our um, our will. And it's just crazy, man. Um, Because, I mean, even from that point on, I mean, I think we were treated even more horribly after this. You know, I mean, black people have been, I mean, it's crazy. 
But I, you know, knowing black people, they're going to have cookouts and, you know, any kind of holiday <laughs> that, that any holiday where you're off, black people going to do something. So, um, I won't, I've never celebrated this day in my life. Um, I, I think it's more of just recognizing where black people I've come from. Um, I'm not going to celebrate somebody giving me freedom. Something that's a God-given right. Um, I mean, it's just crazy to me. <laughs> the whole concept of the holiday. So, um, like I said, black people in this country are owed a lot for the work of their forefathers and to not get that monetary recognition is um is uh quite frankly appalling to me um that this country has not repaid its debt to black people because this country was built on the backs of black people and um and this country was taken away from the natives. I won't even say Native Americans because, you know, they don't they don't like to be called Native Americans. OK, Native Seminoles, Native Cherokee, um, Native um, um, Aztecs, whatever. They don't they don't like to be called that because America is something that white people invented um so hopefully one day hopefully i don't think it's ever gonna happen people natives and africans can um african americans <laughs> can get the recognition that they deserve but i seriously doubt it so moving on to happier stuff the florida state stuff um First up, can Ronald Darby get back on track? He's on his third team, okay? Buffalo, Philly, and now the Washington Redskins. He's on his third team, all right? And he's only 26 years old. Only 26 years old now. Um... Five eleven, one ninety three. Um, still, I'm looking over some information here. When he came out of Florida State, he was a second round pick, number fifty. Um, he played one year with the Buffalo Bills. He played three seasons with the Philadelphia Eagles, and now he's with the Redskins. So I don't know why he um and he won a Super Bowl. I don't know why he's having trouble sticking on with uh with teams, you know. But um. I'm trying to look up his stats. I don't know if he was injured last year because I really don't follow Philadelphia. 
He had 34 tackles, two interceptions. It doesn't say his games played. Um, I'm still trying to look that up. He played in only 11 games last season, so that must have been he was injured. So they pretty much didn't re-sign him. So um, just looking at his career, he's only played like, let's see. He's had an injury-riddled career. So um, hopefully he can stay healthy, man, and get back on track. From his rookie year when he played 15 games. Um, he's a good player. Um, he just he's had some health issues. And um we'll see what happens, man. Um I I I, I like this guy when he played at Florida State. Um so it is what it is. We'll see what happens. Um uh, PJ Williams, next up next uh segment. Can he get back on track? Okay. P.J. Williams, uh, cornerback. He was the other cornerback in the uh, national championship. Opposite Ronald Darby. Um, Let's see. Looking at his stats. Played in 14 games, started eight, um, doesn't have his tackles information in here, okay, there we go, 44 total tackles, I mean, decent, decent numbers, but I know that's not to the level that he wants to be at. Um, I felt like he came out early. I thought he, you know, I thought he would have stayed a little bit longer. Um, he had some legal trouble there for a minute. Um, and just looking at some of the New Orleans Saints stuff, they, they're saying that they have a lot of question marks at uh, cornerback. Um, you know they've got um, as far as their backups and nickelback and dimeback they've got Marshawn Lattimore and Janoris Jenkins which is a pretty good combination so I don't want to you know throw shade at their starters but as far as their diamond nickel corners they had Eli Apple and PJ Williams but they've had some issues so um they still got old Patrick Robinson from Florida State. He, he um, so, um, I just hope PJ. I mean, PJ Williams can 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 do something, man. You know, cause I I think he's a good player. 
he's just had some issues um and you know hopefully he can he can resurrect or um not resurrect but get his career going in the right direction i don't think he's had like a great career his first couple years in the league so um we'll see um final topic for this episode uh will dalvin cook get christian mccaffrey type money okay and christian uh dalvin cook had a uh he had his best year in 2019 he went for 1135 and 13 touchdowns and now he's asking for the big money deal and i don't know if you give it to him i you know i'm a florida state guy of course but let's let's be real now he's been injury riddled his whole career okay He got hurt in his rookie year. Um, I think he got hurt his second year. And then his third year, he finally stayed healthy and put it all together. Um, And now he wants the big money deal. So, I don't know. I say franchise him. And um, just see... You know, if I can get one more healthy year out of this guy, he's only 24 years old. You know, he's got a lot of, uh, well, I don't know. Because running backs, you can't really sit here and say they have a lot of years to play. So I, I, I understand that he's trying to get that big money deal while he's still relatively young. Because like they say, once you hit 30, it's a wrap. So... Um, Christian McCaffrey is so good that when his when his running back days are over, he can slide out the wide receiver. That's how good he is. But I don't see Dalvin Cook being able to do that. So yeah, I would try to cash in too. Um, so I definitely understand that. I I totally forgot the whole dynamic of uh um the running back situation. So um. We'll see what happens. I don't think he's going to get that type of money. It might be a couple of shades up under it, but uh, we'll see what happens with him. I hope he gets it. I'm always going to pull for the player to get his money. Um, So that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Um, Do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Uh, be safe, be kind, be courteous, be aware of your surroundings, and uh, wear a mask when you go out in public. Um, when you're at home in your house, I wouldn't recommend wearing one 24-7, but just when you go out in public, wear a mask. And um, once again, thank you for listening, and as always, go nose.